ערב שבת שלום, שבת פרשת בשלח. for the sake of Am Yisrael, to rest a perfect rest beneath the shadow of Divine Presence, and ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring about shalom, peace and safety, speedily in our days, to all of mankind. Amen. Parashat B'Shalach, following Kriyas Yamsuf, there is an episode uh, in the parasha that is quite, is quite astounding. Because there's like it takes place a few days after Kriyas Yamsuf itself, and there the Torah says, "Vayasa Moshe et Yisrael miYamsuf." Moshe had to chase Am Yisrael away from Yamsuf, from the uh, Reed Sea. Vayitzu midbarshu, and they went to midbarshu, and they traveled for three days in the desert, but midbar v'lomatzumayim, and they didn't find water. Now, vayavol marata. This is uh, already the the source that is that I've given you. ויבואו מראתה, they came to מרה, ולא יאכלו לשתות מים ממרה, they couldn't drink water from מרה, כי מרים הם, because they were bitter, that's why the place was called מרה, bitter, because the water there was bitter, ארקיין קרש מרה, that's why it was called bitter. ואילנו עם על משה לאמור מה נשתה, the people complained against משה, saying what should we drink, ויצק אל השם, and he cries out to השם, ויראו השם, and השם showed him עץ, a tree, and he threw the tree into the water, and the waters became sweet. Now, that is where Hashem placed statutes and laws, and there, and these two words don't appear in the source, I apologize, and there he tested them. So, here's the episode. Am Yisrael leave Kriyat Yamsuf, they encounter a situation where there is no water, they turn to Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, and they cry out to Moshe, complaining. Moshe Rabbeinu turns to Hashem, Hashem shows Moshe Rabbeinu a tree, and the Gemara, by the way, learns from here all sorts of limudim. One of them is based on what exactly was that tree. One shita in Chazal is that that tree was an olive tree, which is a bitter tree, the wood is bitter. So Hashem this is the maskana, the conclusion of Chazal, sweetens bitter things through the bitter. He brings about sweetness through bitterness on top of bitterness. And that's what causes sweetness. This is one of the understandings of Chazal in this scenario. But it's very interesting to understand the following posuk. Then, once the water is sweetened, the, the second part of that posuk, posuk chafei, is sham sam lochokum ishpat. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, gives us some types of laws and audiences at that point already. This is before Matan Torah. And then he gives us uh, a test. Now Rashi, trying to understand and decipher what this is, Sham Samlo, this is what he placed, the Chokum Ishpat, the Sham Nisa, when there he tested them, says Rashi, Bemara in Mara, Hashem gave us, He gave us some of the mitzvahs of the Torah that we should already be engaged in the mitzvot. What are they? Shabbat, 
ופרה אדומה, שבת and the red heifer, ודינים. Dinim refers to laws of torts and minute details. The question is exactly what it was. The Gemara in Sanhedrin discusses this at great length. Um, the Gemara brings various options. Uh, the Rashi doesn't bring the fourth option that the Gemara includes as well, but it's not really important now what that is. But what's important to understand is, I understand where the Paraduma comes from. Paraduma is a quintessential chok. It's a statute. It's a law without reason or rhyme. And that is the best example of, a parad, of that type of law is a paraduma. Dinin are laws of detail. So they are mishpatim. They are laws which make sense. They are laws which govern society. Shabbat is a law which governs faith. Now, according to the Gemara there, and the Mechilta indeed, there were ten mitzvahs that were given. The seven of them were the seven mitzvot of Noach, and these three were added on top of them. There is other additions that, uh, one more addition, in fact, that the Gemara says, but for our purposes, we want to try and understand what happened over there. And also, the last part of that Pasuk, of Pasuk, he says, Hashem Nisahu. There, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tested the Jewish people. What was that test? According to Rashi, the test uh, was the way they were going to ask Moshe Rabbeinu for water. So Rashi refers this Nisayon, this test, or, um, back to the earlier psukim. The earlier psukim referred to the fact that the Jewish people travel for three days and there's no water. And the way that they were going to respond to the lack of water was the test. The Ramban disagrees with Rashi on this. The Ramban says that the Nisayon there was completely different. The Nisayon wasn't so much uh, a Nisayon of how they were going to ask for water, but rather the mitzvahs themselves that were given to the Jewish people were a Nisayon. In other words, they were a test run. They were a test trial. Before Matan Torah, Kodesh Baruch wanted to give us certain mitzvahs that we could be, so that we could practice. And the reason for that is, is that we would, wouldn't enter into Matan Torah without a taste and an understanding of what those mitzvot are. In fact, the Gemara in Yavamah speaks about this regarding geus, regarding conversion. When a Gentile becomes Jewish, accepts upon himself the mantle, or herself, the mantle of Torah and mitzvot, at the very final stage of the Maaset Tvilah, of the immersion in, in the waters of the Mikveh, so the Dayanim need to tell them, mitzvot kalot kevachamurot. We tell them, listen, you're about to become Jewish, and we need to inform them about detailed mitzvot, the dinim, but also about the main fundamental difficult mitzvot, the mitzvot which stand out, like Shabbat, the, which is based on the faith in God, uh, the creator of the world. Now the Gur Arya, the Maharal, in Parashat Ve'et Hanan, deals with this, uh, and that's the source that you've got. So really it's the Gur Arya on Sefer Dvarim, and not on our parasha in Bashalach. And he says something quite astounding. We're going to learn through it from the bottom where it says, Af al That was the extra mitzvah that Rashi doesn't, uh, um, that Rashi doesn't include, that appears in Chazal, that also in Marah, one of the mitzvot that was given, besides Shabbat, Paraduma, and Dinim, the laws of torts and details of laws, and some other details of laws, was the mitzvah of Kibud Av Va'em, the mitzvah of honoring our father and mother. And um, 
he asks, why does Rashi leave that out? So let's look at it. Af al Bottom of page where it says Lamed Vav in the Gualia. He says, Ubeparashat Bishalach, Lokatav Rashi, Rak Shabbat Vidinin Uparaduma, Velokatav Kibudavaem, Rashi excludes Kibudavaem from the mitzvot, from the Nisayon that Kodesh Boch gave the Jewish people in Mara. Upiresh Nisahu Laam, the test was to the people, that's how Rashi explained it. If they follow his Torah, that is a test. Besides kibudavem, why? Because naturally, people honor their parents. It's a nature of a person. It's what the Maral coins as a, a natural type of quintessential mitzvah that people want to do. That most people keep anyway within nature. It's their nature. And therefore, therefore, Rashi doesn't include it. Because it's not such a test. It's not difficult. It's not out of the ordinary. Shabbos, nobody else keeps Shabbos. So for somebody to accept upon themselves Shabbos, that's a, that's a big deal. That's a Nisayon. No nation in the world keeps Shabbos except for the Jewish people. Paraduma, paraduma is a type of law that makes no sense. So the fact that you keep it shows a munayin a kodesh bochu, just like Shabbos. Bedinin shayach bonisayon and dinin the laws of torts and details are also why because it's for example a, a ganav somebody who is a, a, a robber needs to pay tashlumei kefil needs to pay twice the amount. It's it's the Torah says that that is some type of that's the that's the instruction of the Torah but we can understand that makes sense why? because it's a deterrent but maybe it doesn't make sense maybe we don't want to pay twice maybe we, they should be paying ten times no, the Torah says twice so those are laws which are an that we stick to it and if we should say regarding the explanation of Rashi why is it that according, Rashi leaves it out, but why is it that there would be a mitzvah like Kibbut Avayim in Mara? Bishlama, makes sense. Hinech Shabbat v'parah aduma v'dinim. Those three make sense. K'far nitbael tam l'ma'ala b'parashat b'shalach. I've already explained in parashat b'shalach why they make sense. Because they show faith in Hashem. Lama b'achar ba'ilu shlosha mitzvot ava b'kibbut Avayim ma'itam. But why would they have chosen the mitzvah of Kibbut Avayim, why would HaKadosh Baruch Hu be Metzaveh, the Jewish people, that specific mitzvah? We need to say, since he gave them three mitzvahs, Shabbat, Paraduma, Vedinin, that these are mitzvot, mitzvot that not everybody finds to be obligated by, how much more so would we have to give them Kibbut Avayim? What the Maral is saying is, that really, it's the Shita of the Ramban here, that really these mitzvahs were given, but we weren't bound by them until Matan Torah. So these three mitzvahs are like a trial run to get used to mitzvahs, but really we weren't obligated to keep them, so why not give Kibbut Avayim as well? It's an easy mitzvah. It makes sense to honor your father and mother. These other mitzvahs are distant from people. Why would they choose those mitzvahs? Choose mitzvahs that are easy to keep, that make sense to keep, 
that are logical and rational for us to keep. Why didn't he give them? Because it's something that everybody keeps, or most people keep in any case. And furthermore, we can say, This is why he gave them those specific mitzvot. When he wanted to give them a sample of mitzvot, he gave these mitzvot as a sample. Why? Mitzvahs of the Torah are split into four categories. The first that we don't know the reason for them. There's no way that there is any human understanding of what those mitzvahs are. Like paraduma. Kmo paraduma vachayotzebo mitzvah shatnez, like shatnez, vahambe mitzvot shem chukim, and other mitzvahs that are statutes, they are laws, they are chuk, they are chuk. That means we don't know what, what they achieve and why we keep them, we keep them, because the Kodesh Baruch told us to keep them. V'yesh, there are mitzvot shetahamam yadua, that we understand why we have them. Ka'asher nichtevu v'atorah, we understand why they have these mitzvot, because they show our faith in Hashem. They show how we connect to Hashem, how we are subjugated to Hashem, how we mamlich, we, we place Hashem over ourselves, we accept upon ourselves the yoke of heaven, like what? Shabbat, tefillin. If they weren't written, if they weren't written, we wouldn't have known the reason to keep Shabbat. Because Hashem made the world in six days. And these mitzvot, and then he rested on the seventh, these mitzvot are called mekubalot. These are mitzvot that we accepted upon ourselves, that we accepted as a Kabbalah, as, a re, as recipients from Moshe Rabbeinu. Now what's the third category? These are laws that make sense. They are logical, they are rational laws, like Dini, like laws of torts. We know that there needs to be a justice system. Even if he wouldn't have given it to us, we know that somebody who lends money to someone else, the person needs to pay them back. Why? Because if you don't pay them back, no one will ever lend money. These mitzvot are rational and logical. And it's not yours. You borrowed it. You have to return it. But the fourth category, these are mitzvot which are natural to a person. That people keep mitzvot within nature, like the mitzvah of honoring your father and mother. And several other mitzvot that are in the Torah, for example, to show us how to be merciful, which is in nature. And the proof of this is you'll find even amongst domesticated animals, this attribute of mercy. Even animals have mercy on, the, on their offspring. This is why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us these specifically four mitzvot. A taster out of each type of mitzvah. In order to test us to see if we will merit the mitzvot at Matan Torah. And whether or not we will question them. If we keep them sometimes, and sometimes we question regarding the chukim, because we don't know what, the, what reason there is given to them. If you say, 
Why should I keep this? I have no reason and no benefit and I don't understand why. And sometimes we don't question, we just do what we need to do because the Kodesh Baruch commanded us to do them. We understand and we accept there are some tzivuim, some commandments that are beyond human rationale. Kodesh Baruch who knows why. I don't need to know why. And he shows faith, he shows belief in God. But such a person could still question the details of the justice system. Because it doesn't make sense according to him. He thinks differently. Sometimes these two components doesn't question the chukim, the laws without reason and rationale. Because their reason is not known. And he doesn't question the justice system and the laws of justice because they are close to human intellect. But he questions the mitzvot that were passed down from Moshe as a Kabbalah, as, a, as something that we received from Hashem. They're not completely irrational. So that he should say, I don't understand the reasoning. But there's also not a reason that we know. When it was written in the Torah, even when it's written in the Torah, their reason, sometimes we question it, and sometimes he believes. And he questions the others. So what the Maharal is saying is sometimes people question one category, sometimes they question the other, sometimes they question all of them, and sometimes they accept them. Depends what the mitzvah is, what the timing is, and when this takes place. And therefore he gave us those four components of the mitzvot, those types of mitzvot to see if we will follow his Torah. But mitzvot that we keep within nature, like honoring your father and mother, that's not really a test. Because you keep it anyway. And that's why when Rashi writes on the Posuk, that's where he gave laws and audiences, and that's where he gave us a test. Rashi only explains those three categories. Because that mitzvah isn't a test in as much as the others are, and he says, this is the way that I understand it. So the Maharal has given us a brilliant thesis here. That there are four categories of mitzvot. Those are the four types of mitzvot given to us at Marah. And Am Yisrael had to keep those mitzvot in order to show that we would merit Matan Torah where as a nation we were headed. Be'ezrat Hashem, may we all be able to encounter Matan Torah after following all the nisyonot, understanding the four categories of mitzvot, and observing the Torah be mitzvot through all the mitzvot because they are bedata mekabel. We know that they are given to us through divine knowledge, divine instruction. Hakadosh Baruch Hu told us, and as avadai hem, we are His servants, and therefore ana avda lekutshabrichu, we are servants of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and we observe His will. Shabbat shalom.